Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show and a Bullet Points mini show. In this episode, I wanted to talk about something I've been asked about a lot in my DMs on social media. And it's a question I can completely understand why people are asking and why they are asking now, why you, my most excellent listeners, are asking now. And it's all about motivation and more specifically, how to get motivated. Now, if you follow me on Instagram and you can find me there as at Emma Guns, then you'll know that most mornings I will start the day with an Instagram story where I say good morning and wang on for a little bit and explain that I'm about to do a workout. Those of you who are familiar will know that I exercise in my living room for the most part with a yoga mat, a set of 5k dumbbells and a 10k kettlebell. That's my kit. It's, um, it, I also have a BOSU ball and some sliders. The sliders were from a random trip to TK Maxx because who doesn't get a little bit seduced in the fitness section and they were only about £3.99. But anyway, but in the main, it's just me, my weights and my yoga mat. Some days I use the weights, some days I don't. And I share these little videos in the morning because every time I do, someone will reply and say that it got them out of bed, put a pep in their step, or made them think about doing something positive for themselves, whether that was exercise or go for a walk or something else. But it's also because it creates a, a small bond of accountability between me and you. And I mean, it'd be pretty weak of me to get into my gym kit, film myself saying, hey guys, I'm about to work out and then get out of my gym kit, put my pajamas back on and go back to bed. I'm not saying I haven't thought about doing that before, but it would be a bit ridiculous anyway. And towards the end of this summer, I actually stopped doing these videos because I didn't want it to be triggering for people or to look smug or to imply in any way that if you weren't getting up and working out that you were doing something wrong. But I was getting messages from people saying that they missed it. And so I started doing it again. And as we hurtle towards the end of the year, when you emerge from the excesses of the festive period to have someone tell you to embrace the new year and the new you, then it can feel as though you suddenly have to get into a completely different headspace, whether it's become a gym bunny or start running or begin to eat differently, all of which, if it's something that you want to do, requires motivation. And that leads us to the question I'm asked most, how do you motivate yourself to work out? But first of all, I just want to quickly address the new year, new you mantra that's banded about every flipping January. I hate it. I loathe it. It's lazy. It's unhelpful and it's unnecessary. And as somebody who's worked on magazines, there would always be the new year, new you concept, or you'd get the release at sort of, you know, end of November or end of October. 
tips for new year new you nonsense absolute nonsense do you think the rock thinks oh, i need to drop 20 pounds of pure muscle for my next role but damn it's thursday afternoon so it's not the right time i'll have to come back to this on monday morning of course he doesn't so this idea that a new program has to start on a monday or on the first or in january is in my opinion a complete and utter nonsense so let's disregard this idea of new year new you Right, because really, if you're looking for motivation for anything goal-oriented, whether that's fitness, health, or otherwise, then it's about a shift that happens in your mind, in my opinion. Not about a push-up, a press-up, a run, a squat, a burpee, or one single workout. And if I'm being very, very honest, I've sort of circled around this podcast for a few weeks now, knowing that I wanted to do it, but also I just have to be really honest, I find it a very difficult topic to talk about. Because for years, I've looked motivated from the outside. And indeed, I've done a lot of things that a motivated person would do. But I was rarely achieving the rather nebulous goal I had set myself, which was of losing weight, because I was attempting to achieve something by only using one approach, which is exercise. And I also know that this subject, particularly one about body image, is such an emotional one. And it doesn't matter how good one's intention is to put out something that might be helpful um, even me and the reason why I hate new year new year is because I used to find it so triggering because I was looking at it through the emotional filter of feeling not good enough all of my garbage and junk emotional detritus that was affecting me I was looking at all of those things and therefore found it quite a negative experience because of my own baggage and even if somebody said something with good intention I might have seen it through a filter where I found it triggering so I do find it a little bit difficult to talk about and I just hope that you know that this isn't meant to be triggering it is really honestly meant to be helpful and the only reason I'm focusing on fitness is because that's the thing that I'm asked about the most and so it feels like um it feels like it's worth addressing, but also all of the tips that I'm going to mention here can be applied to any goal, whether it's one that takes place in the gym or when you're working out or whether it's uh, to do with work or to do to do with anything that you want to achieve, to be honest. And so this is my first point when it comes to motivation, and that is to know what your goal is. And I can uh, use my many, many years of failure to and failure to achieve my goal to understand why this is such a vital part so let's use my particular experience of weight loss in the sense of I would come at it thinking I want to lose weight I, I must use exercise to do that but actually where I've been able to achieve uh, success if you will in weight loss is when I took a step back from it really looked at it and looked at all of the things that contributed to me being heavier than I wanted to be and that was the only time that I was able to make any significant progress that has lasted. And I know I'm using the example of weight loss a lot here, and I do apologize, but it's the one I have the most experience with and I can perhaps offer the most insight uh, into. But this doesn't exclusively apply to weight loss, as I said. So my goal was to lose weight. And I used exercise as a blunt instrument with which to beat myself and the objective. But as I've discussed at length here on the podcast, my issues with weight were a variety of things, including emotional eating, Oh, many, many things, mental blocks, whatever. And a 30 minute hit session can't sort out your emotions or anything like that. But I was able to take a step back, look at the bigger picture and make tweaks in a lot of areas of my life in order to achieve my goal of not being at, of being at a weight that made me unhappy and uncomfortable and potentially unhealthy in the long term. That really worried me. This will look different for everyone, but there is an opportunity to sit down and create 
something, whether it's writing down a mind map or just listing out the things that might be standing between you and your goals and then work from there to try and put something in place that will be helpful to you to try and achieve it. And another thing I want to say about goals here while we're talking about setting them, if you find that anything you're describing as a goal is preceded by the word should, then definitely look at it. Um, I don't like to talk in definitives and absolutes too much, but this is one where I feel confident in saying, just have a, just take another look at that. Just come back to it and take a look again, again, because I've come to find the word should quite negative because actually there's a hint, actually should to me has a hint of not wanting to do something about it. Um, if it's a should, I have to explore it a little bit more. Think about it. Think about all the things where you might use the word should. I should clean the bathroom. I should take the bins out. I should do that admin. I should go and apologize to so-and-so. These are all things that you might not necessarily want to do. I know finding your why is a common expression in the landscape of self-improvement, but I do think it pays to ask why you want to achieve that goal. And often when it's a should, it's it's not always your goal. I remember for a long time that the fact I said I want to lose weight, I want to lose weight is because a lot of people who weren't me were telling me I should lose weight, you should lose weight. Um, and it was a negative. So I was like, oh, I really, I should use, I should lose weight. No, no, no. It wasn't my goal. My goal didn't look like how it sounded. I had to take a look back and really see what my goal was. And if you're, if when you take a step back from it and you've asked whether it's your goal, why you want it, then really, I guess the next thing to ask yourself is if you're prepared to do more than you're already doing to achieve it. So that's my first point about tapping into motivation. The second uh, tip is there's a brilliant, brilliant quote from motivational expert Jim Rohn. I think that's how you say his name. Jim, R-O-H-N, if you're looking him up, um, that says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And in my experience, I would say that's absolutely true. Now, given the current lockdown restrictions, it's not necessarily possible to be with people and therefore be inspired by them. But I think it can be achieved, even if somewhat diluted virtually. And this is how you can be inspired and stay inspired and stay in that headspace of motivation. And if your goal is, as it is for a lot of you who are messaging me, to get on a workout program or work on your fitness, then follow people on Instagram who put out good, responsible and expert content on the subject. For me, and it will come as no surprise because I will wang on about them all the time, but for me, these people are Chief among all of the really good ones are Alice Living and Gillian Michaels. The content they share isn't about showing off cut abs, looking great in gym gear, although they both do, of course, or posing to look their fittest and leanest. Their entire their entire output is about sharing accurate and up-to-date content that'll help you achieve your fitness goals. Simple. And crucially, they are both qualified. So you can be confident in what they are saying, what they are doing, and what they are guiding you towards. And I think that's really, really important. It's very easy if you go onto Instagram, you can you can type in fitness into the Fitspo tag search engine, and you can see people who look unachievably fit and lean. And when I say unachievably, I mean for they might be working out an excessive amount, or they might just have that particular type of body type. It's not really... Uh, something that everybody can necessarily achieve. What I really like about Alice. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And Gillian is that they're both very much, this is how to get to the best version of you. And that's probably another thing when it comes to fitness. Don't put unrealistic expectations on yourself. I've never had, my lower abs have never really woken up. They've been hibernating for a really, really long time. So I actually cut them a bit of a break and I work on them, but I don't chastise them too hard if I don't see any progress because I'm like, well... I'm never going to look like that girl who wears a very, very low rise uh, pair of jeans who's got, you know, the eight pack. That's not me. And I'm cool with it. I think. No, I am. I genuinely am. I've got over that. The third thing I want to say about motivation and achieving your goals, or at least being on the path towards a goal, because your goal might change while you're on that journey, is don't put a lot of fluff around it. And by this, I mean this idea of having all the gear and no idea. The same workout at the same intensity will have the same benefits if you do it in a t-shirt and boxer shorts as it would if you did it in the latest fitness fashion gear that would, you know, <laughs> that would survive a trip to, I don't know, Mercury and back on some NASA spaceship or some Elon Musk droid or whatever from the most designery of designer workout ranges. Like you don't have to have, you don't have to be wearing a certain bit of kit or be in the latest who knows what in order for this to to work is what I'm trying to say and it's also really easy to focus on the discomfort of working out and the difficulty you have to push through when you exercise to make progress it's true some workouts will beat the crap out of you leave you feeling completely spent or completely uncoordinated and as though you're not making any progress I mean, that's kind of the nature of a workout sometimes, like they really beast you. I'm currently using Gillian Michaels app and I can tell you there are some exercises in there that I just can't do or I do them and it feels like I'm doing them wrong. So I begin to slow down or I think, well, maybe I'll just skip this one. But if every exercise came naturally to me, then how would I notice the progress? And I pose the same question to you. If every exercise came naturally to you, then how would you notice the progress? However much I hate it when when Gillian says, next up, Everest climbers. What I can tell you is that after every session, I feel good. My Everest climbers might look pathetic, but I'd like to think that they get a little bit better with every attempt. And that's the important thing. So by fluff, I also mean rather than linger on the things that I'm not good at or what doesn't feel right or good at the time, always remember how pumped you feel after a workout. Always remember how good you feel when you've set a goal and achieved it even if it's a little one and this is a really good place to say I think don't give yourself a hard time about it I have spent a lot of the time a lot of time over years over the years bullying myself to work out a really vicious inner monologue actually where I berated myself and labeled myself as useless if I didn't work out this is no good you don't need to be your own drill sergeant approach your goal with kindness and approach yourself with kindness number four 
set yourself up for success. And there's a little bit of crossover between this and the previous tip, but I think it's worth repeating. I love me some dopamine. And every time we, as animals, reach a goal or achieve something we've set our mind to, we get a lovely dose of dopamine, which is the positive neurotransmitter that plays a role in how we feel pleasure. So you might hear about it a lot when people talk about um, smartphone addictions. Every time you get a notification, you get a hit of dopamine. The same is true when you do a workout, when you achieve a goal, you get a little, you get a little release of that dopamine. It makes you feel good. So if you are setting a goal, make sure that there are lots of little stops along the way where you can get a dose of dopamine to keep you going rather than wait for the big old the big old dose of dopamine at the end when you reach your goal set yourself little goals along the way so you get nice little a nice little dose every now and again so for example i know a lot of you who've been in my dms have been asking about running and about couch to 5k and how you're going to do that and how to get your running speed up etc if your goal is to run a 5k in 30 minutes or less which is a very decent and respectable pace then make sure you give yourself a pat on the back when you achieve the smaller goals along the way. So whether that's your fastest kilometer, your steadiest pace, your fastest 3k, any of those things, note them down, keep a tab. So you not only get a hit of dopamine every time you cross one off, but you have a visual of the progress you're making because you might also like a notification on a smartphone, get a little bit of a hit of dopamine when you just see the visual process, whether it's on a piece of paper or in an app. I use apps I have done for a long time to um, measure my fitness. I use an Apple watch and every now and again, I'll just go and let's see what um, my uh, Apple watch app says today. What does my fitness say? Oh yeah, look at that. 31 minutes of exercise completed and I get a little, I get a little, a little hit. It's, it's really rather nice. My fifth tip, this is perhaps the one that might sound the most unhelpful, but will reap the most reward. It's just stick with it. It's been proven that consistency is arguably the most important component when trying to achieve a goal both in and out of the gym. Without consistency, programs are unorganized, the body has a harder time adapting, and forming habits may be more challenging. And one of the easiest ways to set yourself up for consistency is to have a program in place. That's why I'm a big fan of using apps. So for most of this year, um, I this wasn't using an app, but for most of this year, I would sit down and every two months I would write out three workouts, one for the lower body, one for the upper body and one for the core. And I used Alice Living's Instagram feed as my inspiration. I'd look at her exercises and think, well, if I do those in circuits, then that's going to really work my lower body. And that's going to be, uh, that's going to make one workout. And then I would do the same for upper body and core. And I just made a schedule whereby I did one of those. I did each of those once a week. And that was the pressure that I put on myself. But because I'd done the hour sitting at my computer, going through Alice's feed, writing it down in a, in a Word document, printing it off, that was the hard work. That, that was how I guaranteed myself consistency, put it in my clipboard, stick it in my living room. And then every day when I'd go in, what do I feel like today? Is it a yoga day? Is it a lower body day? Right, it's a lower body day today. And I already had everything in place. I didn't really have to do much thinking. And by the end of those two months, I almost did it on autopilot. And I really, really felt that, I really, really felt like I didn't have to think about it or work at it. It felt very, very easy. It felt, yep, obviously I'm gonna gonna work out this morning because it's all there for me. All I have to do is actually do it. A program just means there's no guesswork. You can also create a program where you're making progress, whether that's by increasing intensity, increasing weight, et cetera. So you know, if you're consistent and you follow the plan, you will get closer to achieving your goal. And again, that just means that you've got it set up in your mind that, I've got this program and if I follow it, then 
unless I do something really bizarre, I should be much, much closer to my goal at the end of whatever period of time that particular program is set over. So I hope that that has been a helpful guide of five tips that I think can be uh, ways of really getting your getting you feeling motivated for whatever that goal might be. I know we focused uh, exclusively on fitness and I've talked about my own weight loss goals. It doesn't have to have to be about fitness and it doesn't have to be about weight loss. But I hope that they at least, um, if you are feeling like you want to tap into your motivation right now, whether I like New Year, New You or not, the fact is that in the last week of December, it is everywhere. And I think we've just got this muscle memory of thinking, I should probably go to the gym on the 1st of January or similar. So um, if your head has taken you there and you want to approach 2021 motivated, but motivated in a way where you're setting yourself up for success, then I hope that those tips have helped. If you would like to get in touch with me and you know how much I love it, please don't hesitate to email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram and Twitter where I am at Emma Guns. If you want to speak to me and thousands of other listeners of this podcast, then please don't be shy. Go to the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode and click the link to join the Facebook forum. There are some questions that you have to answer and I do insist that you agree to the forum rules just so we just so we know that we're all on the same page and but then you will be welcomed in with open arms and honestly I can't wait to see you there there have been some lovely supportive and very helpful conversations happening in there um, recently especially over the Christmas period with a lot of people um, spending Christmas um, perhaps not in the way that they expected and the support that I've seen in that group has been absolutely um beautiful so please do join us because we would love to see you there thank you so much for listening i will see you on the next one